Welcome to the Ryan Holt Show. On this show, you can expect the latest, the greatest, and the best curated content on business, marketing, automotive, and lifestyle. Sit back, put in your earplugs, and let's enjoy the ride. Now, as always, I want to make sure you get the best in content that will help you monster your goals, both personally and professionally. I want to keep this conversation going, so please check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at RyanHoltz1. And then go over to Facebook.com forward slash RyanHoltz Marketing, and we can chat there too. I also want you to visit www.ryanholtz.ca as this will be where I put my almighty beloved show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am proud to bring you the Ryan Holtz Show. Let the beat drop and enjoy. On this episode of the Ryan Holtz Show, I have Mrs. Holtz on to talk about food, food hacks, Christmas tricks to prepare that perfect Christmas meal, and Mr. Batali's sexual harassment issue. <laughs> What's up? Hi. How, How are, are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. What's so, Friday? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody, and uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas from the Holtz tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super excited for the show. Um, before we get into the show, I just want to, again, let everybody know, thank you so much for the reviews. Thank you so much for the listens. It has been an amazing journey. We're constantly trying to make the show better. Um, we have a glass of wine. Cheers. Cheers. Hear the ting on that. And, (laughs) you know, it's been great. And I think that we all need to keep in perspective, uh, what the holidays really means. And the holidays is all about spending time with family Mm -hmm. and enjoying uh, and not getting hopped up into the rat race of spending massive amounts of stupid money. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's been so many current events, so much different news. Um, Again, Ryan Hochul podcast is on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Ryan Hochul podcast. And we're also on Instagram. Um, I really want to give a couple of shout outs to Mancraft's. Canada for um, doing this amazing plaque here that we have Um, and also uh, to Kevin at Kevin Four Point Taekwondo who's teaching young kids how to just annihilate their competition um, but doing it with a smile he made us some whole shirts so thank you so much shout out to them Uh, they are at Kevin Four Points uh, on Instagram and at Manscraft Canada on Instagram kind of cool to get fan mail right I love it. And when they fit, that's even better. What do you think yeah. of the shirts? I love them. They're awesome quality. The logo almost feels like it's like embossed. Interesting. Yeah. I like them. Did you them. like the crew neck? You're yeah. wearing a crew neck. It's hit or miss with women. You You're like, trying you to hit never... me up on the V-neck, though. <laughs> I'm always trying to wear your stuff. But it wasn't for me, though. You said you said it just shows more, more breasts. Well, because I think when you buy like V-necks for females, sometimes it's too low. You know, when you get to that age where you're like, yeah, I don't want to show too much anymore. So you just never know. So you just straight up, no. crew, you just straight up crewed it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it fit. And it's All nice. right. Yeah. Now, you were telling me an amazing story. First off, That's before we even get to the amazing story, Macaulay Culkin smashes Swoggle in pro wrestling match. <laughs> and it's so weird. And this is courtesy of TMZ.com. 
Um, it shows him wearing some sort of reindeer ears while yeah. he's doing it. This shit's messed up. <laughs> so I was just kind of looking at the... I'm still looking at the image he right now. He is kind Hold of on. washed up though, right? I don't know if he's washed he's, up. Well... Okay. One he, second But he's here. home alone. Okay, hold right? on, hold on. He's literally jumping on some uh, hair-chested man <laughs> slash blonde chick's body. It says, Macaulay Culkin channeled his inner Randy Savage and dominated a pro wrestling match in L.A. on Thursday, culminating a move where the actor flew off the top rope. Culkin was ringside at bar wrestling during a match between Joey Ryan, Candice LeRae, and Dick Justice versus Peter Avalon, Ray Rosas, and Swaggle. In the footage captured by Pro Wrestling Sheet, you can see Culkin in a rowdy, Roddy Piper shirt interfere with the match by using a trick from Home Alone, rolling marbles into the ring. It was was this like like a like a fundraiser or was it like a? Well, I think this is just some straight up weird shit. Oh, he's just like I want to wrestle now. I don't know. He's broke. He needs a couple appearance money. You might want to keep your eye on him for a while because you never know what's going to pop up next. Anyways. Home Alone. Christmas style. You know, these <laughs> smartphones. Let me go into my pocket and get my smartphone. But these smartphones, I'm telling you, every man on the planet is getting um, inundated with sexual harassment. Yeah. And Mario Batali, yeah. who's like a food empire, mm-hmm. whom he can cook very good. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Ryan Ocho podcast gonna make sure we're legally correct and bound and bonded. Mm-hmm. You know, basically got accused by this by eight different women. What do you think of that? Um, As you're a woman, so what do you think? Like, that's tough. As a man, I'm not gonna say too much in this podcast because it's tough for well, a guy. Yeah, but no, it's like either way. I mean, like there there are women that abuse you know their status all the time and. Um, there's like sexual harassment that goes from women to men and, and men to women. This whole like hashtag me too. It, I mean, it's kind of created this big wave of like a, a community or, or a voice. Um, so in my opinion, I mean, there's probably sexual, you know, like sexual harassment in every workplace, um, between friends, family, um maybe what you know like what was condoned as okay at one point like mm. oh they're just mm. joking around maybe like the tolerance is is becoming less and less now um and people of power i mean yeah you know like sure it happens do you think as a woman though this is how come it's being brought to the forefront so much now do you think it is the smartphones where everybody's got a voice and has a social media channel or do you think that you know, it's um, it's always been there, just never. I mean, you have to always think, right? Before the internet, I mean, the judge, the jury, and the executioner was your boss mm-hmm. or was the person who was in power. Mm-hmm. And now, I I firmly believe everybody's in their own power. Mm-hmm. We have our own media. Now, one flick of a dime, you know, we can just share it out on social, and nobody's immune yeah. from you know having spotlight drawn on them and i always tell everybody like watch what you're doing watch what you're saying mm-hmm. and you know like you're on spotlight mm-hmm. even if you're trying to hide you know behind the corner what was that madonna quote we posted the other day um it's like madonna's quote basically said yo if you're not following me but you're still watching me bitch you're a fan bitch you're a fan you're a fan you're, you're still a fan yeah. 
Whether you like me or not, whether you basically. Like, whether you like me or not, you're still you're a still fan. You're still watching me you're a fan. Yeah. So I know that, you know, 10% of internet users generate 90% of the content. Yeah. So which means that, you know, in a handful of people, which is not much, um, yeah, I think I think it's It's huge. a different world. It's a different world. I think people use their phones now um, as a voice where maybe, you know, like, quote unquote, back in the day, if you came forward, maybe you might be like scrutinized mm. or they might say, so what did you do to provoke this whole situation? Mm. Where now it's like, well, um, the Internet and online and, you know, social media has given people like a platform and like a mm. safe place. You know, to come forward and say, hey, like, this doesn't feel right. Mm. Or this is how I feel in this, you know, in this in this type of like situation. But you as a woman, I mean, what does that make you feel like? And I know that you've owned your own business. I mean, you've never really worked for anybody except in college. And you've had your own RMT business for years. So you never had to deal with like a male boss, which is very nice. No, you're very lucky but for that, I guess. Still patience. Sure. And, yeah. Sure, but I mean, how do you deal with that? Like, what do you think about the whole sexual harassment thing? Because some Me- some people out there right now, and I'm just reading from articles, is some people are basically saying, "Okay, you have every Tom, Dick, and Harry coming out of the woodwork saying this person yeah. was sexually harassed," and then we have to mm-hmm. always admit that maybe some of it, and I don't know, you know, I wasn't there, so we don't know how factual it is. Yeah. In general, does this happen? Yes. Of course. 100%. Yeah. So you as a woman, I mean, me as a man, I feel like when somebody asks me a question about this, how do I even answer like appropriately? I feel like I'm going to sexually harass you. It's a weird answer. Well, I, yeah, think, I feel awkward I about think, it. So I, I just I, I think like, like plead the fifth. Traditionally, it's always been females who are like on the receiving end of like sexual harassment. I think more and more now it's. You know, it can go either way. Um, me, as a female, I've never had to deal with any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't say from like personal experience how how do I feel about that. As a female, I, I, I think um, what I would wish upon is that if you are if you are going through something to step up. Mm. Um, like now, mm. you know, um, and put a stop to it now before like the next person, you know, actually becomes but like affected po- no, by it. No, everybody says that you're gonna be politically correct. But, but I don't, no, 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 no. I don't backtrack. want it like eight years no, or ten let, years no, down the no, road. No, let's backtrack though. If it always was an issue, yeah, and it's culture. I mean, we we watched tons of interviews on this, and women yeah. said, "Listen, everybody always asks that question. How come you didn't say anything earlier?" Yeah. And it's like, it's so much more complicated than that. Of course. It however, is. however, is it because you have social media in these different channels that even protrudes that? Like yeah. even makes you feel comfortable with that? Because now everybody's on deck, right? Matt Lauer, right? NBC. Mm-hmm. You have all these anchors. Gary Vaynerchuk said it best. He said, man, you, you should see what's going to happen now because mm-hmm. of social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are sitting here in British Columbia mm-hmm. in a beautiful home, in a beautiful environment with almost like no people around us yeah. right now. Yeah. Sending out our podcast to the world. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Of course. You're your own media company. Of course. If you have anything to say, you can flip up your laptop, turn on the microphone yeah. and blast it out to the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's a speaker. It's a voice. Absolutely. For anybody. So do you feel like in if I was with 
let's just give an analogy here. If somebody was with somebody in person and the person said, what has, let's say there was three people. So you had one moderator and then the accused and then the person who was like the perpetrator, right? Or the person who was the victim, sorry. If somebody said, hey, did you do this? Mm -hmm. I mean, you only had that one mediator to basically make you feel comfortable enough to even have a voice. Of course. And you know... Sometimes they were scrutinized. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want to have a voice because they're like, geez, I thought I didn't know I was going to be on trial. Of course. They're the, I thought they're my I thought my attacker was going to be uh, on trial. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. So now with technology and social media, Mario Batali and all this. Support. And you have like yeah. the actual community. Do you think this is a good thing, though? Like like what technology is given in terms of voice? Or do you think it can also ruin lives? Oh, of course. In the sense of like, what's your opinion? Well, Non-politically correct. This is Reinhold Show podcast. Let me remind you. Right? Well, I'm trying okay. to get to the heart of it. In the it. middle of the night, I wake up. My own wife I, tap dances around us. You see everybody here? I'm trying to get to the real truth. My wife does it to me. So I deal with if this you do it too, don't feel bad about it. <laughs> so this is how I feel. I, um, you know, like middle of the night, flip up my phone and it's like another celebrity is being... Mm -hmm. Um, quote unquote, like accused of sexual harassment. And I, I'm not trying to say, like, how do you prove it? But I mean, it's you don't ever want to put yourself in a, in a position like people at work nowadays are like, keep the door open while a female or a male or whatever. Like we're having like this conversation about, you know, like so and so or, you know, like whatever. So um, or let's bring somebody in to like moderate mm -hmm. our conversation because anything can be said. Mm -hmm. And then you go to HR and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm, I'm being accused of like sexual harassment or making a pass. And it's a, he said, she said, mm -hmm. and it could go either from male to female, female to male, male to male, female to, you know, to female. So I think to a certain extent, you know, like social media, and the phones and, and online and whatnot, it should be used as a tool, but as every tool will get like abused, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And there are good people and mm -hmm. there are bad people mm -hmm. or good people with, you know, that mm -hmm. have like bad intentions at certain times in their life. Um, so it's, it's a shade of gray. It's not about being politically correct, but it's like, unless you're there and you went through it, you know, mm -hmm. you don't really know what's going mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. right? But I like social media for the fact that, yes, people, you know, can come forward now and say, like, this is how I feel about the situation. And there is a forum or like an actual community that's waiting to support you mm. or that's waiting to say, shame on you. Oh, we're going to condemn uh, you. Yeah, gonna, yeah. Well, exactly. We're going right? to condemn you. Yeah, we're going to condemn you. Yes. Yeah, Ryan likes condemn that word. Condemn <laughs> Condemn you. Now, my opinion on this whole situation is. Yes. Tell us. I think that when you have power and you abuse the power, mm -hmm. like you're just a disgusting person. Yeah. I think that, again, from the male perspective, you know, again, like I just think about even becoming a father, which I know is a completely different topic. But everything is very even though we, we don't want to say it's generalized or like genderized mm -hmm. or it, it kind of is because yeah. I still go back to the hospital where. You know, people were so shocked that I was like there for every appointment or, mm -hmm. you know, the gynecologist would come in and be like, oh, hi. So like they didn't even know how to react to like yeah. the dad. And I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm here. I want to be here every step of the way. Yeah. So when we talk about uh, inclusivity or equality, like 
I mean, as a male, I could say, well, how come like me too, in the sense of like, I should be included. So we have to agree as a world, there's still generalizations. Mm -hmm. However, when you're taking the generalization and actually putting it into like this little ball and then if you have power as a male, I'm just going to speak from the male perspective because I am a male and you're actually abusing that power. Uh, like I always say, yo, dude, if you got to like take your power to get some ass, you're <laughs> fucking weak. Right. You're fucking weak. Of course. You have no game. Of course. Right. Bigger yeah. the lift kit, smaller the, yeah. you know, boom. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm yeah. like, yo, man, of course. Like, like, I don't know what happened to you in your life. And we've and I've had a hard life, so I can speak to this. I've had mm-hmm. a hard, very hard life. Mm-hmm. I had a great mom, and maybe that is yeah. the biggest thing is that I had a mom that did instill confidence in me as a male, mm-hmm. and I always viewed the feminine or female um, human being as not an object, as mm-hmm. like a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot of ways, even growing up and going through school and stuff like that, all my friends are females, and I always felt almost more comfortable with females than I did with males. Mm-hmm. And even when I started playing football. You know, the cleats and everything, you know, it's like this This was like this mass, like masculine sport. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really loved it because I got to get rid of aggression. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, I'm like, I just want to play the fucking Barbies too. Yeah. You know, and you know this day, <laughs> like people laugh all the time because of like, yo, man, you go in the stores. I'm like, man, I'm not that guy that sits on the bench. Yeah. Like I'm right in there. I'm like, what's the fabric like? Yeah. You know, what kind of patterns yeah, on this? So I, I think that it's so hard for me to hear when women say, this is how I've been treated because I like I take that personal because yeah. I was raised by a woman. Yeah. So I don't I don't condone that. I think as guys, if that's the level you got to get to. She also raised you right. Well, and but I think that's it has to start somewhere. Right. But I mean, I, I like to create the, you know, I like to throw the ball in the air and have everybody, you know, of course, circle back. Of course. Because what is right? Right for yeah. me is that. Like, I respect women, I respect men. Yeah. And no matter, you know, a good man or a good woman or a bad man or a bad woman, I mean, a piece of shit's a piece of shit. Of course. No color, no religion, no, no gender, yeah. no no race. Yeah. If you're a shitty person, yeah. you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you're a shitty person. If you're a yeah. great person, I don't care where you're from or what you are or whatever this is, yeah. you're a f- fantastic fucking person. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? <laughs> About what? <laughs> About all that, girl. That's like a mouthful. About all that, yeah. I mean, no, what? Like, how does that make you feel? Well, how does that make me feel? I mean, like, I'm not a person that tolerates anything. Like, mm. anything, you know, like, garbage, anything crappy. If I see somebody, you know, like, shooting down somebody, bullying. Um, uh, if I hear, um, you know, a guy making a comment uh, in, like, the grocery store, in, like, the lineup about you know, like the cashier or something, I am that person that will say something, mm. you know, but, Thank God for you. um, Thank goodness. but that's, that's me, but that's me. Right. So I don't, I don't tolerate anything. I don't, I don't tolerate that crap in general. Mm. Um, but you're kind of a tomboy too. Yeah, I am. Well, I mean, but, but like, what does that mean? I, I, well, I just see that look on your face. Yeah, but what is that? You're not with me and you're just walking alone. <laughs> 
You know what the look is? You don't Hashtag ever do not worry. approach. You don't ever worry about me. Do not me. approach. You're like, I'm not worried about yeah. Nora. Nora can handle yeah. herself. Approach with caution. <laughs> and that's why if anybody ever tries to come at, yeah. you know, me like I'm the man and they're yeah. coming at you like, yo, I'm going to talk to the girl because I'm going to get an easier pass. I'm like, you're probably going to get an easier pass talking to me. My wife is the one that's yeah. going to like put you, it down you on you. You always say, you're like, Nora, you know, when you're walking across the street, if you don't smile, oh, yeah, like the Yeah, well, you got that face. Resting yeah, bitch face. Yeah. Yeah. I love you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. No weak ass woman. No, no. Yeah, man. I no. Be, and I'll, vice versa. I roll that woman over hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Any strong roll. ass woman. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Insert clap. <laughs> so, if you've made it past the first 15, 20 minutes of this podcast, yes. we actually wanted to do the podcast to give you some. And this is really weird now that we <laughs> open up with sexual harassment. We actually want to give you some good cooking ideas. <laughs> you could call that narcissistic, sociopathic, whatever you want to call that. But uh, Nora, I mean, you told me a fabulous story about one of your patients that yeah. basically said, you know, I have 17 people coming over. Yeah. This is how I'm going to prepare for it. Yeah. She's an older lady. Yeah. Um, you know, so she's trying to maintain her energy. And then also she made a good point of saying, like, I still want to enjoy Christmas with the people that are coming over. Totally. So... For everybody who's listening out there, the people that are not cookingly or culinary inclined, meaning cooking is like a struggle, yeah, they're, yeah. it's not their passion, yeah. they don't enjoy it, mm-hmm. we're coming up to Christmas, give them some good things they can do immediately to like make sure that they got a nice dinner prepped. Well, I think first it's, you know, um, with everything that's happening in the world, all the craziness and sexual harassment, and I'm not laughing about that, but there's like so much noise out there and the holidays, whether you're like a Christmas person or you're just like, I'm just going to use this time to bond with my family and friends and, and whatnot. Um, take a deep breath. Okay. That's, you know, like number one, um, look at your budget. Okay. Mm. Um, the moment that you start going like above and beyond what you can afford, the stress has already kicked in. So please look at your budget. Second of all, make a list. Make two, make three. Say, okay, this is what I need for this time. This is what I need to buy. This is how I need to, you know, to prepare. So please organize. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you are somebody that is a control freak, let it go. Mm-hmm. Try to to like delegate mm. to to friends and family. Mm. Tell people what they can bring. Mm. If you're going to be hosting, just because you're a host doesn't mean you can't mm. have like a you, you know like like an amazing time, right? With your friends and family. So um, I was talking to somebody, and she was uh, she's 81 years old, and she said I have two lists, and I'm going to buy this, this, and that um, throughout like the next two or three weeks. I'm having 17 people over. And she's talking about making like four or five like main dishes. And, you know, like sometimes you don't really realize like what great, you know, like ideas are out there until you start talking Mm. to like other people. And they're like, wait a second, Mm -hmm. I can, you know, like really incorporate Mm -hmm. this into my, Mm -hmm. into my holiday. So, um, uh, like specifics, Mm -hmm. like 17 people who doesn't like mashed potatoes make them in advance put it like in a crock pot slow cook it the next day so Mm -hmm. you know like do it like a day or two in advance use your sheds outside um if you're like in a winter climate use your garage that's a little bit cooler Mm. to 
Um, keep some extra food that maybe, you know, like can't fit into your fridge or mm. freezer. Mm. Um, you can pre-cook your, you know, your turkeys mm. and whatnot, right? Um, and slow cook them like the next day, mm. right? So on my plate, this is what I love, okay? These are like my notes. Detailed. Right? Detailed. There we go. I like it. Simple and easy appetizers, right? Mm. Um, making some kind of like a dip using like Greek yogurt, putting some seasoning in there, some vegetables. If you want to do it more holiday style, like hummus, which is mm. like a chickpea dip, making it, you know, like super festive with making like she's, red peppers. She's Arabic. She said hummus. Yeah, hummus. No humus. <laughs> Don't ever say hummus is humus. Hummus. And then Ryan's going to ask me to cook for him, you know, for him after this. There you go. So like hummus and making it like, you know, like super festive, red peppers, green peppers, anything like, you know, like super colorful tomatoes, baby tomatoes, make it pretty. Um, cheese spreads. Who doesn't love cheese? Even Ryan, who doesn't like cheese, loves Old Fort. Yeah, which um, I recently cheese. figured out that Fort just means old in French. Yeah. I really thought it was Old Fort. <laughs> So all my French listeners, <laughs> I really thought old and fort were two different things. I didn't realize that fort was just the French word for old. But anyways, much love. Um, so putting four or five different kinds of like cheeses out, and some hot pickles, um, some olives, you know, like different kinds of crackers. You can mm. do all these things in advance, uh, in advance, fruits, veggies, um and i always say like for for like alcohol if you're worried about um like spending tons of money on booze make like a christmas uh sangria mm. you know red wine mm. with prosecco or sparkling wine you make it go like a long way put some cranberries mm. in there maybe a few like sprigs what of about mint the jamaican sorrel though oh wow. well i don't like okay. telling everybody what we like wow but still right? but okay. still so jamaican a- sorrel yeah, Sorrel. So you're going to be using Caribbean pot. Hickabus, Hickabus, <laughs> Hickabus flour. Okay. Right? Um, so you can find that um, bulk barn-ish, yeah, yeah, okay. maybe some spice stores. Sure. Um, and you're going to be soaking it with hot water overnight with ginger, some cinnamon, sometimes cloves, orange peel, uh, and then find some damn good white rum, white rum. And then dose it, big punch bowl. And if you're lucky, some people will be late. And so you can kind of, you know, like start mm-hmm. way in advance, right? Mm-hmm. But it kind of makes booze go further. Mm, it does. Right? Because those bottles of wine, I mean, it can what, also it's make like people go glasses. shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, you know, it might go make them go further because they're going to drink less because they're going to be passed you. out. Kind of true, though, right? Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Might make people go shorter. And that's when these things come yeah, in handy. Shorter, right? Yeah, shorter. <laughs> might make people go shorter. Yeah. This Jamaican Sorrel's no joke. I mean, yeah. you might be passing out in the first quarter <laughs> or the second quarter. I love it. So, is it the booze going for further, or is just the people are have a lot, a lot less lifespan to them? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, if you if you want people to behave, and everybody has that auntie or oh, uncle, oh, yeah. you're like, okay, hey, keep them away yeah. from the booze table. Yeah. I mean, try to like spread hey, out the booze, right? Yeah, and it's a sarad. <laughs> keep the. This is the sarad. <laughs> the man can do what the man can prove. Sarad. 
Ray and nephew. Ryan, Ryan, free advertising. Ryan's getting, Ryan's getting ready. Ryan's getting, getting ready for Christmas. I'm getting ready. The Budman. So yes. what have you been talking about Christmas Day? You've been, okay, you've been crazy about Christmas for weeks. And mm. all you can talk about is what? Like Christmas Day, food. Like what do you, you keep on going over the I'm menu. Talk, well, I am talking about how you can keep longevity between Christmas Eve all the way through Christmas Day because this Sorrel, it will knock you out. Well, we're going to soak it overnight. And I that's mean, it's going gonna to do its thing. It's brutal. Yeah. So Nora's telling you a really good secret that's not a secret <laughs> that's going to like literally mess up your family because it's so funny. You say the alcohol can go longer. I just think it makes people go shorter. So you got to be careful and put a little sign around <laughs> the Sorrel bowl that says... <laughs> No Drink joke. Drink with caution. No joke. And then say hashtag bad mind. <laughs> well, I think the thing with um, with like Sorel is uh, like the flower itself is so potent. Mm. Kind of masks like the mm. rum taste. But then it balances out. Mm. But for those people that are like, mm-hmm. they're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. This is actually really good. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're telling you their whole mm-hmm. life story mm-hmm. in the middle of. Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it can be fun. Absolutely. So be careful who, be you careful. know, yeah, be careful. Be careful. Um, so th- those are some tips for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but somebody who is completely illiterate when it comes to cooking. Yeah. Does not have the appetite for it. Like what? Do you think all those can apply to that person? Yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, like mashed potatoes are super easy to do. Sweet potatoes. I mean, like bake it, mash it up. I mean, you don't have to do anything fancy. I mean, everybody's trying to do the whole, like, I'm going to flambe something mm. or I'm going to do these, like, oven roasted potatoes that they have to keep on checking and they can't walk away mm. from. Like, I don't know. Like, I have hosted so many dinners. And, I mean, the best part is when you actually sit your butt down and, like, start talking to people mm. and say, like, I'm done. And who wants to see somebody... You know, like getting up every two minutes and going to the kitchen. And I have no problems telling people, like, bring this, bring that. You want to do my dishes? Sure. (laughs) You can do my dishes because Ryan will not do the dishes. Now, in further news, I have no no comment when it comes to that. However... Essence, <laughs> Essence.com, look at this smooth transition. Yeah. Essence.com is going to honor Missy Elliott at the 2018 Black Women in Music Awards oh, celebration. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to Christmas, Christmas music, yeah. and, you know, culture, I think I'm obsessed with culture because, especially hip-hop culture, because mm-hmm. it, it, it's really about expressing who you are as an artist mm. and I, you know lately i think i'm really on this artist vibe because you feel like some days you got to get into this little suit literally as a man as a, in a suit and go out and start you know doing your business and it's like the way business is done now and the way business is done before is so different and i feel like now this whole getting up in a suit and tie mm. If that's what you think doing businesses in 2017, approaching 2018, you're fucking out of your mind. Mm. And I feel like anything that forces me to put myself in a box, I'm just not cool with anymore. No. And I've, I think I've done that to some degree and I, I don't like it anymore. It's it's not feeding my soul. It's not feeding my passion. 
And I'm an artist and I'm a business artist. And maybe I'm going to start using it as a fucking hashtag, a business artist. Yeah. You know, where I'm a lifestyle brand. I'm a global citizen because I just don't agree with subscribing to these stupid lanes. And I don't think that, you know, you got to go sit in a boardroom. I think that boardrooms are also known as it's like an acronym for fucking shitty ideas. Yeah. And I, I think I'm really passionate about this. And people say, well, Ryan, you still have to make a living, make money, pay bills and do all that. And I totally respect that. But I think that you got to shape your life so that you don't have to be a fucking slave to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm focused so much, so hard. And 2017 has been an amazing year. Mm-hmm. Personally, professionally, mm-hmm. we've got to see our son grow. Business has been good. <laughs> we've done some monumental things. Yeah. I mean, anytime you get paid to go on a vacation and do all these things, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the hashtag, like, you know, business, you know, but business done differently. Yeah. So I feel like I'm looking at Essence. I'm looking at Missy Elliott, 2018 she's Woman so in Music. Different. She's reinvented she's so herself different. so many times. She's so different. It's like Jan Jackson. It's like Michael Jackson. All the greats in the world have reinvented themselves. So you're saying to me today about Harry Connick Jr. And I'm like, well, how old is he? And you're like, he's young. <laughs> he's um, and I and I'm like, listen, literally listen to this dude's music. I'm like, I know who that guy yeah. is. <laughs> Like, who's I was Connick? so thrown off by this yeah. because I'm like, that is old, old. Is he an actor? Is he a musician? You're like, well, I know him for his music, but he's actually a good actor too. Yeah. And I, I think I want to end off this podcast with saying to people that are listening, if you think that you're one thing, and you have to only be one thing, that's fucking crazy. You could be many things. Mm-hmm. I might be a transvestite. I might be a really good fucking business person. I'm going to be a great husband. I'm a great father. I'm going to be a lot of fucking amazing things. And I think that I spend a lot of time wasting and withering away of picking one thing that I am. And I've actually realized in life that, Ryan, not only are you many things now, but you might be many more things in the future. So, again, quote from Ryan Holtz. I did not steal this from anybody. You might be many things now. But you might be many more things in the future. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I think that's wonderful. It's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. You have to be aware. Put my motherfucking shit and put that yeah. shit on the wall. <laughs> right you, here. Right above that, that one. You use that shit? I want a royalty. I want a royalty on that shit. You have to be so like in tune. <laughs> so in Hashtag hot fucking dynamite <laughs> poop. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> with who you are though right how many people have you actually had this conversation with people are like ryan you're this like old soul Mm. but really you call me a farmer i called you a farmer because like how you're trying to like manipulate yeah (laughs) nor call me a straight up old farmer soul pillow talk that's pillow talk okay hashtag pillow talk we won't talk anymore about that but deep down i am an old farmer you're an old farmer we're not gonna explain why because that is no 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 but no, you like you have to be so like in tune with who you are. Mm. And I mean, yeah, you get like the 70 and 80 year olds that live down the street and they're like, wow, you're like an old soul because we talk or think like they do or they uh, were like in touch with themselves, like, you know, like a little bit older in life. And we're doing that like a little bit younger, but it's just about being aware. Mm. It's just about being self-aware. Right. Mm. And you have to keep on checking in with yourself and. Yeah, if you're going to have somebody tell you what to do, when to do it, and that like alarm clock 
goes off at 5.30, 6 a.m., and it's still dark outside, and it's fucking freezing cold, and you don't want to take the bus, and you're just hating every moment of it, and you're like, do I shower today? Do I not shower today? Do I sleep mm. in? And then you walk into work with your Tim Hortons and your bagel, and you're like, I hope this person that I work with is sick today because I just don't want to see them. I mean, like you're, you're, you're grinding Ooh. in a whole other, like it's depressing when I talk about it. And I'm like, you spend, <laughs> look at Ryan, Ryan's not feeling good right now. You know, like you, like that's where you spend what, like three quarters of your week, three quarters not, of your I'm day. Not, I'm not disgusted by, no, no, no. What you just said. I mean, said, it's kind of true No, no, though. no. What you just said, I think we have to end off that. Okay. What you just said, the Tim Hortons <laughs> and the bagel. Yeah. And I actually, looking at your co-worker's desk saying are you coming into work today that's a fucking horrible life i pray that you do not continue with this life yeah that's ridiculous yeah this has been another (laughs) ryan osho podcast we're not even gonna elaborate on that shit because i think that shit was so strong so powerful that i want everybody to marinate on this uh, Nora and I wish you an amazing mm. uh, Merry Christmas <laughs> Happy Holidays Nora don't worry I'm going to let you say what you got to say <laughs> but I got to say what I got to say right now and uh, I mean it's all about the people you know um, and again we've had fan mail we've had people send stuff and mm-hmm. it's so funny because I think people think like oh I'm just going to do this and it's like for us it means the world to us of course and I, I always bring up the advertising at the end because people have sent messages and they're like, I'm like, mm. no, we're just not ready for that at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, we're only 10 seconds in, maybe 12 and a half now. I think every episode is garnered another two and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. But um, this has been an amazing journey and it just goes to show. And I am living proof that I'm not an audio engineer. I mean, I went and bought the best equipment. I mean, you know, and I got everything I need, but I'm like, I want to do a podcast because yeah. I think a podcast for me is, I mean, Ask Nora is probably one of the only things I've been relatively consistent with. I mean, yeah. I start with a newsletter and the blog, but this is like something you can passively mm. take in. And I think that it's very powerful. Um, so I'm going to end off asking Nora one question and she can say what she wants to say to close it out. But <laughs> if... Dejan and your future children get to listen to this one day, which they will, and you're not around, what would you tell them? Just like in general, what would I tell them? Yeah. Oh. When people start elaborating on your question, it means they don't know what the fuck they want to yeah, say. Yeah. So you just mean that's like. A fully, that's a fully no, loaded question. No, you see what she just said? She said, so do you mean like when they listen one day <laughs> and. You know, well, they might just listen to this. That when when somebody repeats I, your question, they have no clue what to say. <laughs> no, because I don't want to sound like an actual cliche either, right? No, I'll speak from the heart. No, when, uh, Ryan Hill Show podcast. Yes. Um, so if if Dejan um, is listening mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. uh, I would tell him um, to live life to the fullest. Don't take anybody's shit ever. Okay, please, please like respect the people that are like next to you and down the street. Um, Stick up for them for like the underdogs. Mm -hmm. Um, Go after what you want. Be passionate. Take time out for yourself so you can just like self contemplate about what you really want to do. Don't let anybody 
ever push you uh, or like put you in a box and tell you you have to be a doctor or a lawyer or anything. And your dad and I will always, always support any kind of like venture or dream that you have. Mm. But you have to come to us with a full blown proposal. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, no, I mean, just yeah, like love, just love. Mm. Just love at the end of the day and and like don't give up um, who you are mm. for for anything or or for anybody. You know, like the one thing um, in life, like, you know, like everybody is going to end up with themselves. Right. So don't do anything on like somebody else's behalf. Mm. Always do it for yourself first. And that's not being selfish. Mm. Absolutely. And that's what I end off by saying that. uh I think that pursuing your dreams is huge and Nora and I as parents are not ever casting our own dreams on our own children and whether he wants to be an artist or a football player or a podcaster or a ditch digger or whatever, the only thing I have to say as a father is you're not going to be lazy and you're going to do something and I will always support it. Um, Everybody... This has been an episode <laughs> of the Bridal Show Podcast. Please go on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, and rate it. We really appreciate it. This episode will always be, uh, will also, sorry, be on uh, YouTube.com forward slash Ryan Holtz. This has been one hell of a year, one hell of an episode. We're riding dirty. We're riding hard. <laughs> we're riding fast. We're riding motherfucking thorough to the end of 2017. And maybe we might have to do like a podcast to bring in 2018. Yeah, I mean, it might yeah. have to go down. So again, email info at reinholz.ca or at reinholz1 on any social media platforms. If you want to be a part of the New Year's festivities, Nora, where can people find you? Food for Love 99 on Instagram and uh, at Nora Holtz. This has been an amazing episode. We love you. We out. Deuces. Boom. Boom. Love it. <laughs>